0: Hi, welcome to another episode of Paulton Power, Power System Designs Podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paulton. today I've got Brian B. Williams. He's the CEO of 3D Designs Plus. They're a, uh, an intelligent uh, engineering solutions provider. They uh, work in a lot of different uh, engineering spaces, but today we're going to talk about energy and in particular energy generation. Isn't that right, Brian? Welcome to the
1: show. Hi, Alex, and thank you for having me. Yes, that is correct. We're going to talk about energy.
0: Well, and uh, in particular generation, because I mean, current methods are pretty damn inefficient, aren't they?
1: They are, actually, and, and relatively
0: outdated. Well, you know, and that's the case, because on the one hand, we've got, I mean, inefficiencies exist within alternate energies, but those are going to be eliminated as those core technologies improve. But in the case of traditional energy generation, gas, fired, or hydro, or anything like, say, uh, turbine related, there's a tremendous amount of inefficiency in that very, very old, very, very mature uh, workhorse, isn't there?
1: Yes, there is. And a solution had to be found. And I I, I, I have spent a lot of time and energy, to <laughs> use a pun, uh, to find that solution. <laughs> Uh, through a new type of turbine. It's a a subsonic bladeless turbine.
0: Got it, got it. Well, um, now, how did you, well, number one, what's the big advantage? Obviously, higher efficiencies will benefit uh, just general operations, but one of the things I've found from an advantage in a a leap forward in development is that there are are ripple effects that we can't uh, foretell. What out-of-the-box thing will this provide or enable?
1: Well, it'll, it enables several different things. The first thing the it, it provides is a higher efficiency or smaller, smaller device. So you can um, actually take power-to-way ratios and convert them down for either automotive use or traveling use. And then, of course, uh, in-home power generation that is something that uh, I believe is of the future.
0: Agreed, agreed. And well, the, the second, more we can. I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. Uh,
1: the second thing is is uh, longevity. Unfortunately, bladed turbines, which has been what we use, we've been using since uh, the early 1800s, and even since the Pelton wheel, um, are economically uh, inefficient because they wear down faster. They require higher maintenance. With a bladeless turbine. Uh, especially the bladeless turbine that I've developed, its uh, its longevity is in the decades, if not um, if, if not millennia.
0: Wow, that's really uh, impressive claim there, Brian. Now, obviously, we're then talking about uh, very few moving parts. We're talking about. Um, Large tolerances for clearances, because I mean that's what the big issue is, in my humble opinion, when it comes to anything rotational. The bearing tolerances either must be very tight and able to stay there, or very tolerant of uh, any deviations.
1: Well, let me let me put it this way, Alex. I use nature as a good example for uh, efficiency. Obviously, the uh, the planet, our planet, Earth, and all other uh, objects in the universe, uh, basically rotate on axis. So I took I took that pressure that we use and I applied it to a theory that if I applied the pressure in the correct place, that obviously bearings would be useless except for when it's standing still. So once you apply energy to it, it literally lifts itself off of the bearings, therefore requiring no uh, maintenance because the bearings are not under pressure anymore.
0: Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And well, that frictionless bearings of that nature are probably the best, only true cool way to go when you're looking for that type of uh, longevity. But there you go. I, so that substantiates a lot of what you're saying about that aspect. Now, how would you Correct. differentiate your technology, Brian, from something like, say, Tesla's uh, spinning discs test, uh, well, turbine? T- Tesla
1: claimed he could get 97% efficiency, and that was fully understandable because uh, he was using uh, the energy flow in a direct direction and then circling it against a cohesive surface, which would be the disks. And he was using the vibration of that energy in order to create rotational energy. The problem was is he couldn't create uh, appropriate low forces in order to create the amount of torque that he needed to substantiate anything that put a load. Unfortunately, that's the case. With my turbine, I found an equalizing balance between uh, the cohesive surface and the uh, speeds necessary just below the speed of sound in order to accomplish a linear efficiency for the turbine that I've developed
0: got it got it so it's a a spherical device if i may hazard a guess
1: it well it's rotational energy so yes it is spherical (laughs) well
0: i mean as opposed to say a torus or something like that
1: correct no it's not torus
0: is it a rotational
1: device just like a just like a regular turbine except it has no blades and uh it doesn't um it's a pretty solid surface so therefore Uh, there's nothing to wear down.
0: Right. Well, not to mention with with, uh, frictionless bearings, there is no opportunity.
1: Well, because of the unique design, uh, not only does it lift itself off of the bearings, um, the the inner cavity of the turbine itself is actually used to uh, run the generator, which we both know is uh, is magnetic in itself, so therefore it it causes an exterior pressure which lifts it off the bearings as well.
0: Right. Wow. So, um, what are some of the most promising application spaces that will benefit from this?
1: Well, and obviously industrial, um, residential, commercial, uh, air conditioning, and um, any energy, any energy generation systems, uh, even motorized systems that we see today, the possibility of uh, uh, replacing everything that requires a Carnot cycle. Um, the biggest one that I'm looking at right now is a ranking cycle for harvesting heat from the environment and turning it directly into electricity without any external heat source at all.
0: Oh that's that's actually a very uh, interesting application. Um what do you see the see the uh yield the result? Well,
1: uh it's already been proven um to get 49.9% efficiency which is a theoretical 100% of its maximum efficiency which would be one, which which would be 50% and or at least 99.9% of its theoretical maximum. And I- uh, the yield would be a smaller device uh, to create or to to run power generation systems that are small enough to fit in a product that I'm I'm getting ready to launch on Indiegogo uh, that would replace your hot water heater. So imagine Alex that you you went down to the store and you bought a hot water heater that you plugged in just the way you plug in your current hot water heater, and it provided not only hot water, but it also provided um, 80% of the electricity that you needed uh, from, from natural gas and from augmented uh, heat collectors on your roof. Or in your All roof, right. actually. You wouldn't even have to put them on the roof because there's a part of solar radiation that we're not harvesting yet, and that is the other spectrums of radiant energy coming from the sun and the solar environment.
0: Right, 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 Brian. Now, but but that means that this technology uh, is incredibly scalable.
1: Correct. Incredibly
0: scalable. How small would you say that you could get with the system and, and not – at the efficiency versus cost and development and installation balance?
1: Well, it's already been proven uh, that there's a 10% efficiency deviation from the smallest turbine that I've designed, which is 3 inches, uh all the way up to a 14.5 inch turbine. So there is not and it's a linear it's a linear instead of a bell curve efficiency like you would have with a bladed turbine. So therefore you could run this at 20% power and still only uh still only get lose 10% of your efficiency for power conversion, which is a which is going to be a landmark in the uh the efficiency efficiency capability of the power generation systems that we believe are efficient today.
0: Got it, got it. Now, uh, Brian, what's the website? Where can they go to get more information about this?
1: Well, uh, we have a website, and uh, the easiest way to get there is www.3dplc.com.
0: Excellent. Excellent. And I guess they'll see also, that must be the organization site, they'll also see some of your other solutions, I'm imagining.
1: Correct. There's a portfolio page. They can take a look at a lot of other different designs that we've done that uh, give them an idea of some of the technical things that we've worked on with NASA, Tesla, uh, Google, and and other organizations.
0: Very nice. Now, uh, Brian, what I always uh, do in my podcast is I give my guest the last word. Uh, part of it is because I talk too much, but the other reason is I this way it ensures we don't miss anything because this gives you an opportunity to either uh, talk a little bit more about your technology, your organization, uh, or just a tip for the audience, but the floor is yours. Sure.
1: Uh, there's a lot of talk about uh, hydrogen and so- uh, and photovoltaic Um uh, it's my belief that because our planet is a uh, living organism uh, that we create more methane that we can possibly use. The power companies don't want you to know this because they want to exhaust all of the oil capabilities first. But eventually we will be tapping those continuous resources that, uh, that are being uh, generated by the planet and by uh, the heat that we create And a a solution had to come up with, had to be come up with, which is what I've done in order to convert those energies into usable electricity, which is the the final energy that we use for everyday use. And the subsonic bladeless turbine allows us to do that efficiently. So please come and take a look at our Indiegogo launch on January 31st, and we hope to see your donations come in. (laughs)
0: Excellent. Hey, I hope hope our audience does take an interest to at least investigate it, because it sounds extremely uh, fascinating, and uh, I intend to do some more investigation and follow-up as well, and we're going to drag you back on the show downstream, and uh, you can give us a follow-up on how it all has gone with the deployment, all right? Well, I appreciate
1: talking to you, Alex, and thank you for having me on the show.
0: Oh, the pleasure is Mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul on Power. Have a great day.